I didn't know I wanted to do photography and videography when I was like 10. Did you dream about working at NHL? My first Canadians game ever was working, you know, with the NHL. And I didn't think it would happen this way. Do you have systems in place where you're able to achieve those goals? Ooh, sorry, good question. Writing for a complex Canada because, you know, oh, you, wow, you're... Oh, wow, yeah. I just want to have, like, talks like these. There's there's no looking back at this point. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Damn. How do you think that helps you as a creator? Wow, that's really good. I don't even know if I can pinpoint one. As I'm saying, I'm like, yo, this is so weird to talk about. I never even like really said that. Welcome to all the beautiful podcast listeners. My name is Syme, Syme Like Time. I'm a young creative entrepreneur who somehow manages to have conversations with everyone's favorite creatives. Therefore, I thought, why not record these conversations and turn it into a podcast? So just like me, you can listen to these conversations while working on your own creative projects. Today, we get to have a conversation with Kareem. Kareem is a photographer for NHL. He's a videographer, writer, and just a creative. We get to listen to his creative journey about writing for complex Canada, becoming part of NHL, what really is storytelling, and why will Kareem be one of the biggest creators out of Montreal? If you prefer a visual experience, you can head over to YouTube and watch the conversation there. Remember to stay till the end to find out who and what do we get to listen to in next conversation. If you found beauty in this conversation, then as a new podcaster, wait, is that even a word? But it would truly mean a lot if you can drop a nice review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Please do it, please. Now let's jump into this beautiful conversation with Kareem. All right, so it's a bit of a tradition now. Uh-huh. Shout out to Cafe Limo. Okay. Oh, shout they, out. Okay. Yeah, okay, they okay. provided us some drinks. Okay. So let's let's have a little drink. I'm so very I'm very parched right now. So this is bro, perfect. same man, same. <laughs> I, I was like, I want to fucking drink water and give you water, but I wanted us to have a sip. Oh, this is sick, man. This is sweet. What drink is this? Like lemonade? So right. it's a coffee mixed with lemonade. Coffee lemonade. Oh, that's fine. Well, cheers, yeah. cheers, 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 cheers. Cheers. There you go. Oh, my God. It's good, right? This is different. I know. I, I never know. heard of it. This is fine. Just, just like uh, the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get kind of right into it, you know? Yeah, let's go ahead. You yeah. said storytelling is your passion. So in your opinion, what really makes a good story? Oh, sorry, a good question. Appreciate to me, a good story is a truthful one. Um, I think if you look at the media landscape, whether it be film, you know, music, books, whatever the case may be, like people who, you know, make a living out of telling stories, I find sometimes, sometimes it's, it's not as, um, it's not as authentic. It's not as true. Sometimes it's hard for me as, as an, a listener or watcher to like believe it. So if I find myself being very like invested in a story, if I feel something from the story, whether it just be like me, uh, you know, having a laugh or feeling emotional about it or, or inspired, I think I think you you you've done your job in telling a, a good story. And there's a multitude of ways to, to do so. But I think um, if it's true, if it's authentic, um, you already have the recipe for a, a good story, in my opinion. Yeah, in your humble opinion. My humble say. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so can you remember a story or a content that you watched and it touched your emotion where you were like, mm. okay, this is something I want people to feel with my content. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, there's there's a lot of those. 
and probably a lot that I can't remember, but one that comes to mind right now is a Kobe Bryant documentary called The Muse. And that may be my favorite documentary like ever. And I'm a big like documentary. Is it guy. on Netflix? It's an HBO documentary. All right. It's, I'm watching it's, it. It's somewhere on YouTube. It's somewhere on YouTube. Like, it's hard to find sometimes, but I think someone still has it up on, on YouTube. Please don't well, take well, it down, well, so. Yeah. <laughs> or should we should we put it in the description? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. I, would, I, would, I would recommend it. Um, yeah. And Kobe Bryant is like a huge like like inspiration for me and i grew up playing ball so yeah that's that's a guy i always kind of like look up looked up to and even you know beyond just sports um but that one right there again going back to like it being true and authentic um and i never really heard an athlete talk about the stuff that he was talking about and very like openly and um you know it, it touches obviously about like his career has come up you know him growing up in 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 Italy being the only like black kid around and you know not really fitting in but you know finding his kind of safe haven in in basketball and stuff like that and uh touches upon a lot of you know just different stories about his come up and his career uh but that one right there I was like oh okay this is this is different I never hear athletes also talk about the stuff he was talking about like so just candidly um so I was like, okay, this is refreshing right here. So that's 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 one that comes to mind. What is that one thing where you, like, one thing that he talked about and it touched you? Um, he he talked about um, like the the, his, I guess the inception of like the Black Mamba. Oh yeah, right? Black Mamba. So rest in peace, Kobe. By yeah, the way, yeah, no, right, rest in peace, Kobe. Man. That's that's my rest in guy, power, man. baby. And um, yeah, so he he was talking about like kind of how that came about. And that was around the time where, you know, he had the whole, you know, court situation going on in, in, mm, in, in yeah. Denver and stuff like that. So um, he talked about how, you know, basketball was kind of like, again, his safe haven, his safe space. And now because of like the, the controversy that's that's around him, now his 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 safe space is has become like, you know, obstructed and, you know, fans and stuff keep like screaming at him. He doesn't feel you know, good at home or on the court. So he, he had to psych himself out and create like a, a different persona, which is the black Mamba. So that, you know, when he's on the court, like is, this is not Kobe playing right now. Like this yeah. is the black Mamba. I'm here to kill everybody on the court. Uh, wait, can I cuss on this? On this oh, part? bro, you can do anything. Okay. It's just like, fuck everybody. It's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing my thing. So, um, Again, it's better when you when you listen to it, but like the way he talks about it, it's like you can you can feel the rage that was in him just in him remembering that that moment. And that's something I took with me, even, you know, you know, my 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 friends and my crew call me dream. And like to me, if I'm out doing my my things, it's like, okay, this is dream right here. Like Kareem is a different type of person, but when it's time to like lock in. It's like, that's kind of like the persona I try to like keep with me. This is a worker. I'm in the zone. Um, you know, no, no idea is, is ridiculous or, or too, too big. Um, so yeah, that's kind of something I took with Kobe that really, really stuck with me. So let's talk about the concept of dream then. Yeah. How is Kareem different than dream? I think Kareem is very laid back, chilling. Yeah, doesn't really want to do anything, honestly. Like, <laughs> I just want to have like talks like these. I just want to go catch a good movie, go for a a, a walk with my AirPods. Um, 
damn, just like, you know, just listen to different types of, of music. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very much just chilling, but dream is like, he's the, the storyteller in, in a sense. He's the creator. He's the curator. Um, all the ideas that, that, that pop in my head, that's, I, I let dream is, is we're talking about it, but it's like, yeah, I let, I let dream kind of handle all that stuff. And, you know, when I don't feel like working, I don't feel like doing anything, but it needs to be done. It's like, okay, I got to tap into a different, different mode right now. So that's kind of like the, how I decipher the two. I kind of want to talk about a few things, but this mm -hmm. one thing that you just said about yeah. dream yeah. reminds me of, so I listened to this person named Andy Frisella. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if you know 75 hard. Uh, no, it's no, a no, mental toughness challenge. So you have okay. to do certain things yeah, yeah, yeah. for 75 days. Okay. And then you end up completing the challenge. Interesting. So it's basically for discipline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and what he says is that he's someone who is kind of like Kareem, mm -hmm. who just likes, you know, just kind of, I mean, nobody really likes waking up at 5 a.m., for example, and like fucking, <laughs> you know, or studying for like five hours yeah, yeah 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 and stuff like that we all just kind of want to relax watch some documentaries thousand percent which you know? i do maybe too much of so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so what he says is every morning he wakes up yeah he's not and he basically wakes up to work for andy frisella Mm, mm, okay, okay. so he's working for this company yeah he's an employee of andy frisella yeah 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 you know, that's a good and perspective, yeah. exactly. And something uh, I was listening to a podcast of his. Yeah. And he said, for example, when he has to make hard decisions, mm -hmm. he thinks like how will and the company Andy Frisella will benefit this I rather see. than, for example, there was a couple times where he had to fire people yeah. that he didn't want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, but I'm working for Andy Frisella mm -hmm. and this is good for the company Andy Frisella rather than me. That's so really that's dope. what rem this whole conversation kind of reminded me a of. Thousand percent. Yeah, no, that's yeah. A, that's a good way of uh, of of looking at it. Yeah, it's almost a, you you are your own brand at the end of mm -hmm. at the end of the day, and it's like in 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 that case, it's like the, the two aren't very like different, but again, it's just how you you approach it. You know what I mean? So it's still it's it's an extension of you, but like you try and heighten it to the best of its ability. You know what I mean? Because I don't feel like I'm the most like disciplined guy or the most consistent guy. I feel like I could be doing a lot more. And, you know, a lot of people will try and like, well, people close to me will try and like, you know, uh, snap me out of yeah. that thinking. But it's like, I know what I'm capable of, of, of doing. Uh, I know what I'm producing and I know if I can do more right i'm i'm the judge of my own work at the end of the day so and you are your worst critic a thousand percent almost yeah. to a fault but i, f I feel like you kind of have to also you have to be very critical of your work because or else how do you know if you're doing anything right? because only you know your potential right yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's hard sometimes to like engage in conversations with other people about what i yeah. should be doing because i mean and i'm i'm always down to hear suggestions and like um, I, I want people to enlighten me on different things, but at the end of the day, I go to sleep with myself. Like you, you only spend twenty four hours with one person, and that's you. you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, man. I just, I just try and uh, just try, just try and keep keep that in mind. But it's also a balance. But 
the, you have you have to try and like maximize the best parts of you as best as you can, or the best parts that are going to be beneficial to you. Hundred percent, like you said. Yeah, no, totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of like you know, right now we're talking about how Kareem is different than Dream. Yeah, and this is all about just your headspace and mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's all that's it's all really internal, it. man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so when was the first time you kind of started differentiating yourself from dream right now? We're kind of talking about uh, like you have two personalities (laughs) as I'm saying, I'm like, yo, this is so weird to talk about. Cause this is, I never even like really said that like, like face to face, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) this is why, you know, you come to creative headspace where it's, you talk about your headspace and what kind of makes you the person you are or what kind of yeah, makes yeah. you the creative that you are. thousand percent. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I, I'm just really grateful that I have this ability where I can have these. Some people will call cliche mm-hmm. question questions or conversations. But like, hey, I mean, I, I don't think mm-hmm. you will have a conversation like this on record. Mm-hmm. with anybody else there you go yeah say that say that yeah, yeah that's yeah, on yeah. record right no, exactly. yeah that's fine there you go <laughs> so yeah. yeah when was the first time you kind of oh yeah 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 differentiating um, that mentality i want to say about like two maybe like two years ago or something and we were kind of coming out of the pandemic and um you know during that time in lockdown i had a lot of time like everybody else to kind of just think and wander and figure out really what they want to do and you know i kind of had a, a vision of like stuff i i, I wanted to do in, in in the future um you know as far as uh media goes storytelling all that all that type of stuff so you know i just i just caught myself in a again in a zone where i was just like writing down a bunch of ideas and dreams and goals and i'm like okay if i don't like achieve these things like I don't know what else I'm gonna like do of my life. You know what I mean? It's like okay. like these these things these these dreams that I have. I'm like it's it's all or, or nothing. You know what I mean? Like I don't see myself doing anything other than kind of like you know again storytelling, being creative, and all that stuff. Like I I feel like I found my groove in a sense, and you know I can't let anything kind of get in the way of that. And also I have like people to look look after, like as far as my family and like you know people close to me. And it's like I I feel a responsibility to to them to kind of you know go as hard as i can especially my parents who like i mean you know sacrifice a lot for me to kind of like you know do what i'm doing and you know sometimes it was hard conversations but at the end of the day like they were supportive and it's like they've done everything for me so i owe it to them also to go hard so you know there's there's no looking back at this point so i don't know it was just like a mind a mind shift at that at that point i was like hey i'm i'm, I'm going for it it's not just like a fun activity no more mm-hmm. although it still is but it's like I, I gotta i gotta do this for real you know what I mean? can we talk about these goals yeah that you a thousand have? percent yeah yeah i mean so i have i have a, a media brand called called diff minds which i do with uh two of my two of my best friends kyle and edward and um you know we've been at it for four four years a little over four years and, you know, initially it really started as a, a platform for me and my friends to just, you know, Kick just it. like fuck around, be creative. Yeah. Like we were just doing a bunch of like silly interviews and skits and, and vlogs and all that stuff. Um, but after a while, you know, us being, you know, around the city and around a lot of talent, 
we really recognize like a a shift happening in the city i I would say and i kind of took it personal that we didn't get like the recognition and the love that like we deserve not just us i love that yeah but us as as a city um because the reason i love montreal so much is because i feel like i i am montreal like in a sense like it is the underdog it is kind of overlooked um at 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 times i feel like oh there's a lot of stuff i have to offer but not a lot of people are really like tuning in to what's what's happening um it's 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 diverse has a lot of different um you know flavors to to offer um so we're like yo i think there's really something here and i don't think people are really pushing for montreal to be what it deserves to be you know i look at cities like new york and la and you know toronto which i like studied like closely and and been been around also um and and seeing how they kind of like elevated to like world status and global status i'm like yeah why can't that be the case in in montreal either you know what i mean so um that's a big big mission for me i want montreal to be like a premier destination for for anybody that that you know that's looking for a good time that wants to listen to good music go to great events um you know enjoy enjoy the 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 amazing athletes that are around here you know what i mean so i want i really want to like help curate um montreal and its talents um for it to be you know kind of just like global and touch every corner of of the world so um i want to do that through through events um you know uh, eventually like interviews you know like this um you know documentaries is is something i want to do really produce and tell other people's stories um so it's 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 vast and there's a lot of things that i want to do but you know all my time is kind of like invested into that and anytime i slip away from it i'm very cognizant of it i'm like okay remember what the the mission is it's like dude everything is for the city that's really what i what i want to do that's so, amazing yeah 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 i don't know montreal, if that was a montreal that, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no man honestly speaking i've said this uh, a few times but i moved to montreal a year ago yeah and like july of 2022 crazy and, i mean it is so welcoming and yeah, there's yeah, yeah. so much shit that goes on it's a lot. and yeah. it helps your creativity so much like for example tomorrow there's this event that content creators uh kind of um like they curated this event and there's gonna yeah. be a bunch of creatives there yeah, yeah, yeah and i'm just excited to go because i have this opportunity in montreal where i can have conversations with those people 100%. at that event and just induce my creativity yeah yeah no for yeah. sure yeah yeah and and when you're around the city you know um often and you and you meet these different creatives despite which kind of like domain they kind of um, exist in and we're very much similar in a lot of ways yeah um and you know I've, at first you know because the, the the kind of like narrative around montreal was like oh this is the city of haters and no one supports blah 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 and like i never really like bought into that but it did start creeping in my head. I'm like, damn, is like, are we just kind of like done for? And we got to get out the city if we really want to like make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then I, I get around all these creatives and have talks like these, and I'm like, hold on, like we all really want the, the same thing, and we can help each other, and we can collaborate. Um, we bring a bunch of different stuff to the to the table, so it's like we have the sauce. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. Just, let's just come together and do and do what we do. You know what I mean? And eventually, like people are gonna catch on. You can't deny good work. 
you can't 100%. deny good art. Good is good. And we have great, if you ask me, when when treated the, the right way. And obviously, there's a bunch of, you know, like forks in the road as far as like, you know, language barriers and, um, you know, gatekeepers and, you know, yeah. some people doing bad business, whatever the case may be. But look at any other city, there's going to be problems, too. So it's like, let's Indeed. not focus on that and just kind of embrace like. The, the, the great stuff that we do have to offer. You would consider yourself quite optimistic, hey? Or you try at least. I would, no, I would say so. I would say yeah. so. Some, sometimes I catch flack for it because I'm not being as like re like realistic in, in a sense or I'm not really looking at every angle. But truth is, like I do, but I just choose to look at the bright side of, of, of things. I, I think everything as... Uh, I, I forget who's said this but like everything is figure outable and i heard that and i was like oh yeah like <laughs> like yeah, I, that, yeah, that, re yeah. that resonates with me um like th there's been so many great you know creations done and again cities and artists that have popped off so it's like there's a, a there's a lot of blueprints for us to follow so I, I say why not you know what i mean let's let's just figure it out figure it out or at least try to figure it out and you know someone smart enough is going to come around to kind of like you know, patch everything up if need be. But I think we got everything we need. I'm a man. I'm just excited to see because it's, it's the energy that so here's the thing is, you know, mm -hmm. going back to for like a couple of seconds about responsibility. Yeah. Um, I read somewhere where we as humans have a responsibility around our loved ones and the world in general, mm -hmm. because for example, if I'm being a lazy piece of shit, then that probably influences some loved ones yeah, to be lazy yeah. as well, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm being disciplined, it's not even about being disciplined. It's just being able to put that energy where I show people that I'm doing the shit that I actually want to do. That's and that's right. possible. Yeah, yeah. Other people, it motivates other people, inspires other people. It's infectious, honestly. And again, that's, that's the great thing about being other like creatives and stuff. Because it's like, oh, they're doing this. He's doing that. She's doing yeah. this. It's like, damn, I got to get on, on my grind too. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, you just yeah, get yeah. kind of like, you, you, you get pumped. You know what I mean? And you obviously you don't have to like get yourself down about it. But, um, you know, that, that should be an encouraging thing. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Like everyone's really on it. Like they're on 10. Like I got to, yeah. I got to go hard. You know what I mean? So if, that's a great thing. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So if I may ask, mm -hmm. you are very hard on yourself. Hey, mm -hmm. very much so. And how's that relationship been like? Like to like to myself? Yeah, and with your work. It hasn't always been uh, <laughs> like advantageous, I'll say, because it, it I I get in my own way a lot of times. Um, again, everything is is internal. Everything yeah. lives lives here. Um, so I'm also big on like how the brain works, because yeah, like I I've gotten myself in my own way a lot of times. Um, I've stressed myself out more than I should, and, you know, develop like, you know, just anxiety around things that really aren't that serious when you really like unpack it, you know what I mean? So, um, again, it just, it just, it, it, it stems from a place of me just wanting to do good work and again, to, to live up to that responsibility that I set for myself, quite frankly, for like people around me and people that I think deserve, um, opportunities. But uh, yeah, it's it's it, it has to be like a, a a balance. But like I've definitely like just hit slumps and like um, you know had like burnouts that have really like 
like fucked me up for <laughs> for a little while to be honest um but then you you look back and you're like okay what was really the issue and it's like oh i want i wanted to achieve this by this time or by this age but it's like okay if it didn't if it didn't happen like i'm still like alive like i'm i'm still chilling i still have a a shot at those things so it's like there's nothing really to be like stressed out about um again it's all it's all perspective that's really what it is you were born in la salle right i was born in toronto i was born in toronto but i came here when i was five uh moved yeah moved to montreal when i was five but when we came here we we were in la salle the whole time your parents are not from canada parents are from senegal Senegal. Yeah. So we as immigrants mm-hmm. have a responsibility as well. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we know what our parents did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you're us. talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I bro, it's it's like our parents gave us this opportunity to be creative. If mm-hmm. um this this is probably coming from some ignorance, but I mm-hmm. feel like if I was in Pakistan, I mm-hmm. might have not had the opportunity that I have here in Montreal. Yeah. And yeah, I feel yeah. like the same thing with you living in Senegal. Th- a, th- a thousand percent. And also, you know, f- for me, um, I have older siblings as, as well. And I'm, I'm the youngest one by like, uh, like by far. Oh, wow. Um, like my, my brother just turned 39. Holy like a couple, <laughs> a couple, Yeah. yeah. My, my sisters are like 43 or 44, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. And anyway, so like I've, you know, I've I've seen what my parents have done for them, um, quite a lot, and you know, you know, God bless them. You know, they're 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 doing great. They got families that they're 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 raising and stuff. So, um, also just seeing them kind of like, you know, benefit from the the sacrifices that like my parents made for them. It's like okay, like I, like I I, a I'm I'm just like I'm 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 grateful for a what they did for me, but just as much as what they did for them, because they they also kind of like laid the path for me to like you know be free, do what I do what I want to do, and obviously like there, there's still the conversations about like or there was the conversations about oh you should like you know be a doctor engineer or whatever yeah, like the, the class the classic like immigrant uh, immigrant talk, but um, even if they didn't always understand what i was trying to do or agree with what i wanted to do they still gave me the range to to like just go for it so just for that alone i'm like okay i owe you guys and i have to prove prove you guys that like you you, you didn't make a mistake in letting me kind of like go in this direction and like i'll i got y'all trust me so yeah so yeah that's 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 big for me and that that's something that motivates you kind of like quite consistency yeah consistently that's probably like at the top of my on my list i love people i love everybody but like sorry i love my parents more so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like i gotta i i really gotta look after them and they're retired now too yeah um so again i just want them to live their their best life you know what i mean i have like you know my my whole life ahead of me still um but i want them to enjoy as as, as much as as possible and i feel like that's on me now you know what i mean so yeah that's beautiful i mean this conversation itself is inspiring and refreshing <laughs> Um, just a hypothetical question, but do you think you would have, you would have, um, pushed yourself to be this creative that you are if your parents didn't support you? No, definitely not. Definitely not. That's a question I actually never really thought about, but yeah, I don't, I don't think so because like my, my mom 
like took money from like her own savings for me to like get my first like camera and like and that that was like a a big deal a for her but and but also for for me um because it's like you know that's that's money that could have definitely been used for <laughs> different yeah. things, and that was money from for my school actually. Wow, that that was that was supposed to be the case, but like, um, because I kept, I, you know, uh, I kept borrowing, um, ca- like cameras and stuff for me to like go Shoot. do my stuff or renting out from 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 school or whatever for me to like do my stuff, and I was always just in and out, just like shooting stuff, and like even my mom would ask me like, "What are you doing exactly?" I'm like, oh, just like, yeah. Like, do you really like want to want to do this? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm really having fun with it. I think it's gonna be beneficial for me to, you know, just produce my own stuff. And yeah, I'm, I'm just vibing out right now. So she's like, all right, like, look, I got I got this money. I wasn't I, I never told you about it. I, I, I this wasn't supposed to go to your camera. I'm just like, yo, like, take it, go ahead, and I, I hope you use it to like the the best of your that's uh, ability. And I was like, like when she did that, I'm like, oh god, like. And I still remember, like, I, I bought the camera and, like, me and my boys were, like, at Eaton Center and, like, I, I, I unboxed it there and I was like, oh, okay, like, this, this yeah. is a wrap, like, I'm taking over, like, I got my own camera now and it was, it was just, it was a, it was a joyous moment. But I say that to say, had she not done that, I don't, I don't know if I would have felt as motivated to really go for it. Because now, like, I have a camera, I have a lot less excuses to do what i want to do but i i read i i was riding with that thing for for uh, i mean um, it kind of shows the stuff that you have produced yeah no i I tried and you know sometimes i got you know contracts or opportunities i'm like are are y'all sure because i'm like there's other people that can do like better quality stuff than i can but you know just i made it work as best as i can so yeah shout out to my mom for the camera my dad got me uh uh, a new a new mac also like he helped he helped me like uh finance it and, and pay and pay that off because i was i had a old macbook air with like premiere pro and photoshop like cracked like yeah like on it um and i i, I got a I, I made it i made a deal with, with with a friend to like get my hands on it but i was like the, it was just like shutting down i was like damn like that, I need his new like laptop. Yeah, like, yeah you're yeah. not gonna like the price. <laughs> and he definitely did not like the price, and he still reminds me like every day. But he was like, "I right, if you if you're really serious about this, if you really like need this, like like cool, like that's awesome." I was telling my mom I'm coming here to like like record a podcast with like somebody I yeah. I, I met online. She's like, hey, like "What's what? a podcast?" Like, it's just like, "What is this?" But she's like, "Okay, I, I I guess I go go ahead catch you catch you later." So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, man, there, there's so much to like, yeah, sorry if I'm to dive into. No, I bro, I, lot, so. I'm honestly <laughs> loving this. Uh, this, uh, not to say this, but like, this has been one of my favorite conversations. Oh, wow, it's, I'm happy it's to just, I think, an immigrant to immigrant, yeah, <laughs> it just, uh, we relate, yeah, we relate, yeah, yeah, we yeah, relate, yeah, yeah. man. Talk about, um, uh, writing for a complex Canada, man, that that was big, and like. Everything I'm doing now all started and stemmed from me writing first. I went to Dawson in cinema communications with a minor in journalism because uh, that was the only way I could study journalism. That's that's all I had my eyes set on. After I realized, okay, I'm probably not going to go to like the NBA or something. I was like, okay, maybe instead of playing ball, I could talk about it. I was like, okay, what is that? So I went in that direction. But the the, the path that I knew was you write, 
you get you get good at that. You build those skills. You go to radio, develop you know um, that that skill. Do it for a little while. Then eventually you get to to TV. And like that that's how that's where I wanted to to land. So I was like, okay, I got to start with with sto- uh, with writing. Learn how to tell a story. Learn how to interview. Learn how to format all this stuff. Um, so that that was kind of like what set me off on the whole media uh, journey. And as far as complex goes, even even with Diff Minds, like complex was like a model for me that I tried to like follow. As far as a media brand that covers the culture, that's big on you know digital media. Also, that was like big for me. So. Um, it was it was at a time where I was like, oh, I just want to like get back to writing a little bit, and um, you know, just started like pitching, pitching ideas, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just like, I'll, I'll just like try and find somebody at Complex Canada. Um, I was like, I have nothing to lose, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, like are you guys looking for, for people to to write? Um, and initially, I asked them if I could like shoot for them. I was like, oh, is there any like internship opportunities for like video production or whatever? But if you guys want a writer also, like I'm down to, to do it. But I just kind of threw it in there. But they're like, oh, we can't do video right now. But yeah, if you're down to like write, just pitch some ideas. So I was like, hey, what do I know best? And just like a, it's the top of the year. And I kept following what like OVO was doing. And they kept hinting at different like stuff for the year. I was like, okay, maybe I can write about this. Um, so yeah, just do it it their way and they're like okay cool we we like it we're gonna post it in a, in a few weeks and i was like oh this is this this is that was sick I I, that, was, that was a cool little, little moment i should have done more afterwards um but yeah I, yeah that's something i i I'm, I'm i was really happy about yeah that's fantastic how did you reach out to them just cold email cold dm email. no cold yeah cold dm there was a writer shout out to to louis who's uh at complex canada because I'd, I'd read a lot of his articles um, and he's from Montreal also. So I was like, okay, maybe he could like help me out with this. And he um, directed me to, um, damn, I'm forgetting his position, but I want to say like a, like a head, a head coordinator or editor in chief, something at, at Complex Canada. Okay. Um, he's like, hey, he, he, I don't know what he's going to say, but here's the email and uh, yeah, just, just shoot your shot. So. Yeah, it was really, it was really that, <laughs> that, uh, that simple. <laughs> no, that's fantastic, yeah. man. And that's inspiring. Uh, and let me tell you why it is. Mm-hmm. Because I would love to, um, I've been trying to write, well, where am I going with this? Mm-hmm. I want to turn this, like, okay, here's the thing. I mm-hmm. want to have a website for the podcast where these conversations can be like as blogs yeah, yeah so i yeah. would love to turn this conversation into that blog that's why and start a website and i would love like i i, I mean moving forward i will do it myself but mm-hmm. like if we can if you can help me out to turn this conversation into a blog oh, then i will be able say, to yeah. you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. repurpose that with other conversations I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. this way i'll that's have so. a website too and, and that's a good uh initiative on your part too because you know there's a plethora of like content to be consumed out there but i think people fail to realize sometimes there's different ways that people consume indeed so it could be audio it could be video like sometimes i have a hard time listening to a podcast i need to like watch it like in front of yeah you. yeah um so like that's how it, it works for me sometimes i don't want to 
hear some like uh, 15 second TikTok about some news I want to go read about it you know what I mean so yeah I, don't know. I think I think that's a good uh, initiative no I would love that part. I mean see this is why because earlier you asked like why, why is it that you started these conversations like yeah. you we can build these relationships with these meaningful conversations and then you don't know who needs help and yeah, how yeah, yeah. we can like like who knows where our relationship can go yeah type of for thing. sure for you sure. know what i'm saying yeah. okay so how did you get into content creation because mm-hmm. you know you you got this camera that your mom bought you yeah 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 um how like what inspired you to start creating content yeah so i mean prior to that when i was at uh at dawson that's 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 where i studied in cgip so i went to dawson and um again from there my eyes were just set on uh you know going into to media and tv and stuff but uh, i have i have my issues with like traditional media i feel like sometimes it's too um like segmented um it's not as like free flowing um sometimes just the business of it um is is very um like hindering to to people's like success biased bias also a Very thousand biased. percent yeah, yeah yeah so there there's like a lot of a lot of stuff about traditional media that i didn't really like um and you, for me studying it i'm like like what what really like hit me i was watching the news i had to watch the news for an assignment and i don't know they were talking about some like shooting that happened and um you know like you you'll you'll go on site you'll, you'll have your cameraman get your mic talk about what what happened and you're like you're you're simply like just reporting on like the news that that's happening and that's it's vital information to know like i want to know if something popped off like at my corner you know what i mean so it's like it's it's valuable but i really sat on the idea of like we're still good yeah, dude. yeah yeah okay, okay for okay. Uh, for half a second i was like oh what, <laughs> what is if it this? shut off <laughs> oh yeah or what if it's not recording that's all good it's all good um but yeah i was really sitting on the idea of like yo why why does this just have to live in like a five minute segment on tv and then just go on to the next thing like for, for me as a just naturally curious person i'm like well why did the person you know you know shoot up the whole place are they dealing with something were they looking for somebody um uh how are the people uh how are the victims affected by this you know it's it's stuff like that to me there's like again back to the whole storytelling thing like in one story there's a lot of different perspectives and um you know just lanes to be explored and i'm like oh like i like, am I really working hard just for, for me to, like, just report on some stuff and for it to, like, be cut off and go on to the next thing? Because that's how the news cycle goes. I'm like, yeah, I want to do a little bit more of that. Um, so, anyway, long story short, traditional media just wasn't, like, it, it didn't seem as appealing to me anymore. And I really wanted to, like, go into digital media where you can produce your own stuff. You have control. You can have your own blog. You, have, you can have your own podcast. Um you you can have a show with a format that that you enjoy you know what i mean so i was like i don't want to rely on on traditional media for me to like tell the stories i want to tell it has to be on me so what do i need to do okay if i need to learn how to uh record i need to know how audio works how lighting works um and and just explore that and i need to be able to do it on my own um and, you know, in, in some classes in journalism also, they'll, like, encourage you to know all these things. 
So in case there's a story out, like you know what to do, you're out in the field and you can do your thing. But I was like, I want, I want to be more creative with it. So I need to know how to produce it because, you know, traditional media is not going to allow me to do so. They have their own agenda and the way that things work and that's fine. Um, but it wasn't fitting for me. So I was like, okay, I need to like start messing around with these cameras and just learn. Uh, but it, it through, through learning, it just got me kind of down this, this, this path. I was just like, okay, this is what I need to do to be on TV. But I just never like stopped <laughs> like at that point. So that's really what it, what it was. Do you want to be on TV eventually? Kareem, the dream TV show. Yeah. I mean, Late my, night. My, my goal. Yeah. I had like two goals of mine it was like, I, I need to be on like sports center. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, on sports center. And I need to have my own like late night TV show. Yeah. Um, but again, like I enjoy my independence and my own production too much for me to revert back to like somebody else giving me a platform to do so. If I can do it by myself, mm. I'm not opposed to the idea. Like if the opportunity comes along, like, of course I'd be like, I'd be down, you know what I yeah. mean? But like, I'd, there, there's there's things that I have to make sure that it kind of goes my way. That may be a little like egotistical to say, but it's like no, it's not. It's, I mean, this, that's your that's how you are as a creative. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I I have a really hard time doing things I don't really enjoy doing, and when I'm cognizant of it, it's it's hard. Like it just doesn't really like sit well with me. So it'd be it'd be fun still, and it's like it's it's it's, it's goals I would want to like check off but eventually like if i can just build my own thing and you can have it be bigger than tv so it's like it was was tv really even that worth it if you can just have your own thing and have control you know what i mean and do it your way like i'd, I'd much rather uh, much rather do that so fantastic yeah. Yeah, okay sure. hmm i'm an See, open it's... book man ask away <laughs> yeah i mean okay mm -hmm. so then talk about your love for curation, you know, mm. and how do you think that helps you as a creator? I think curation for me um, is 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 like setting the scene for your own movie or your own story, whatever the case may be. So, um, like, like let's take the, like this setup for example, right? Yeah. Like, I enjoy conversations where you know, we're, we're just sitting on the couch, maybe we have some good music. Um, you know what I mean? And we're just, we're, we're chilling on beanbags and we're laid back and like, we're comfortable in this yeah. situation. Right. Other people might choose to have a more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a proper or classic style interview. You know what I 100%. mean? You know, um, like, yeah, yeah. Formal setting a la like, 60 minutes or whatever which yeah. is which is fine too you know what i mean but it it by you curating it this way and having you know the led light bulbs which i think is dope as hell uh <laughs> and having having the the drink which is fire it's like okay now you're in your element you're in your zone and by you curating this space not only for you but like curating for me it's like i feel comfortable and i'm ready to like go and talk for three hours if we have to and I'm 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 good I'm good to go you know what I mean so that I, I think that's the value of of curation is really just setting the scene for what you want to give out to the public yeah curation is just vital to any creation um 
you have to set the scene. You have to explain it to to an audience. You can't just expect people to 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 really like understand what message you're trying to convey. So um, I th- I think that's where the the value lies. Um, if you're if you're doing a dark R and B album like The Weekend or something, it'll be a lot different than how you promote. Um, a, a future album, yeah, yeah, or a podcast. You know what I mean? A book, or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? You just want to like, you want to set the scene, and like, I I enjoy curation because, again, if 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 I don't feel anything about the the, the product, the service, whatever you're, you're trying to offer me, then it's like, I there's chances are I'm not gonna go check it out. There's like a million other things that I could, you know, tune into and go back to that I enjoy. So you have to like. You got. You have to bring me into your world, essentially. Like w- world building is kind of how I like. Um, that's a fantastic you know, way to put think it. Think of yeah. it. Like that's that's huge for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's important for any any creative to build a world, but that's true to you. Curation you know I mean? is how you create. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cur- your cur- your curation leads to your creation. All right. Your that's curation like, is your creation. Leave leads, leads to, to your, your creation. creation. All right. That's how I like to think Hell about yeah. it. So, you know, you said meaningful conversations give you life and energy. Yeah. Can you remember? I'm already pumped right now. No Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real. Hell yeah. Can <laughs> you, and so am I, man. Honest <laughs> to God. Sick, sick. Can you remember a meaningful conversation you had that helped you as a creative? Wow. A, a meaningful conversation that helped me as a creative. Wow, that's really good. I don't even know if I can pinpoint one, but there's a lot of. I, that I, is, that's totally fine. It's a very, really uh, it's a question that kind of puts you right at the. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can say like I just, whether it be through like different conversations, like like with with other creatives or not, oftentimes I'll like take something from it, even if I'm like just talking like about like i don't know relationships with a girl or something like mm-hmm. there's something there's a lesson there that i take i i i I write down or i'll take a note in my phone or whatever and i'll come back to it and try and like associate that with some sort of like creation or something um that i was thinking of of doing like i, I like i like involving a lot of life stuff in kind of like what i do um so that or even if I'm listening to like other interviews and stuff like that, which I do like often, um, that's where I'm kind of like picking a lot of a, a lot of gems. But I'll say. One valuable advice. Um, and actually, my, my, my friend told me this, my friend Edward, who I do diff minds with, he told me this and he, was, he didn't even know he was like really giving me advice. We were just kind of like talking, but he mentioned something about. It's like, yo, like I saw someone had asked me like, um, if, if, if you could dream big and you knew it wouldn't fail, like what would you dream about? And he, he kind of said that in conversation. I just stopped. And this was at a time where like, I was kind of like really struggling with like, I guess like my identity and what I wanted to do, what my future looked like. If I was making the right decisions, um, and when he said that, I was like, "Damn!" I was like, Damn. "Yeah!" I'm like, "Bro, I gotta write this down right now." And like, I, I, every other day, like I go in my notes and check that out. But that's like, 
something that really like stuck with me because again, how I was talking about like me getting in my own way. Uh, again, it's all internal, right? So yeah. if if I choose to dream as big as I can and I'm able to just like map it out and figure out different ways to get to that point. Like if, if I eventually get there, like I'll be the happiest man alive. And to me, that's like, a, a it's something that's worth trying. You know what I mean? And even if I don't, then at least I'll be doing the stuff that I enjoy doing in pursuit of whatever thing, whatever destination, but I'll have fun along the way. You're kind of shooting for the stars and if you end up landing on what's the quote or the I phrase I don't know that, that uh, but like you aim really high and even if you cannot get to that yeah, yeah. or you cannot achieve it you mm -hmm. still get close yeah no a thousand percent even you know Kobe had said like I tried and like or I don't know if it was Kobe or Muhammad Ali I can't remember my mind is blanking right now but it's like someone had said like I every time I train I, I try and reach perfection because I know I'll never get there Ah. but because no one can be perfect but again to, to the, the same point like if you try and go as high as you can like you'll 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 land somewhere that you'll be satisfied with anyways do you want to talk about that one thing that you're trying to achieve or that, that dream thing? i don't think there is one thing that's so the, what is what is that something that you look in your notes as as far as like something i want to do like in the in the future yeah, because like, you said so. Edward yeah, yeah. told you that. Oh, so yeah, that was that was a when he told me that I wrote down that quote like in oh, in my notes okay, right okay, away. Okay, okay. And I'm like, I need to come back to this every other day as a reminder of like, yo, dream big. It's like I, no one can call me dreaming for me to like not like dream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That be going against like everything I'm about. So I'm like, yeah, don't don't be afraid to like you know, dream big because, Hey, yo, if it, if it happens, then, you know, you'll, you'll be great. And it's, it's, it's also a, a good thing for me to rem remind myself of, because it's not even about the, the, it's not about the destination. It's the journey. Like, yeah, like people yeah, like yeah. to say, but I really, I really like resonate with that because the, the destination is, is only but a moment. You know what I mean? Like it happens, you'll be happy. Like, let's say you want to make like a, a, a million dollars, right? and a couple months from now like yo your 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 bitcoin investment goes crazy and you made a million it's like yeah. oh my god guys like, i'm a millionaire like i'm chilling i can do whatever i want i can travel to croatia now uh we can eat all the lobster we want whatever so like you'll vibe out you'll enjoy that moment but it dies down after a while 100 percent. i've never been a millionaire so i, I don't know but Soon i know enough. i've achieved goals that like were really meaningful to me and it's like okay I, I'm I'm happy about it. I want to celebrate it. I want to scream at the top of my lungs that I made it. But it's like, okay, like now what? Now what? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have a hard time sometimes, like just setting like a set destination or set goal. I just like have a bunch of stuff I want to achieve, and I have more more so like ideas of how I want to like live life, rather than just like specific things I want to reach. Because I'll I'll get it and then. I'll enjoy it for a while, but like life goes on after and it's like, okay, hey, what, like what now? Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Are you, do you have systems in place where you're able to achieve those goals? That's something I'm working on. I'll, I'll say, and it's like, um, it's a, a concept that I'm, um, learning a lot more about because for, for a lot of my life, like things were just like 
go, 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 go. And, you know, it, it, it worked out for a little while for me to not even think about like the idea of like having a set system or set routines for me to really like pursue the things that I want. But like after I, I feel like I hit a wall, I was like, okay, maybe like I'm not going about it the right way. Just because it's working so far doesn't mean this is the right thing to do. There's like working hard and there's working smart. And I'd rather work smart and efficiently and have a system in place rather than just like go full throttle and like make things happen. So as, I, as I'm going along, I'm realizing like what works for me, what's, what's a, a system and routines that, you know, are, are accustomed to me and that, that, that I'm comfortable with. Um, it's like, I don't have to wake up at 5am just so I can feel productive. I can wake up at like 11am, but get work done the whole day and still feel good about you know what i've done as long as you're like fantastic as long yeah. as i'm like progressing then to me i'm, I'm doing a, a good thing so again it's just about finding what works for you how do i like to work um sometimes i, I dread editing you know what i mean but i'm like okay if i just start with just drafting like the clips that i want to use just just that i'm already like in a in a zone and I, i'm already forgetting about the fact that i didn't want to do this and now i'm enjoying it or i found the right music the right song uh, rather that I want to put in this edit that really got me like pump or I feel fits this scene best. You know what I mean? So um, it's, it's a constant like learning curve for me. It's a, it's a similar concept um, like doing something for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you just, you just have to like, like start. Just start. Yeah. Just, exactly. just, just, yeah. just start and you'll catch momentum. So so yeah, that's that. That's something I'm I'm trying to navigate. I don't, I won't say I'm the best at it. Is it, it, there's definitely like you know peaks and, and lows, but um there there's a lot of value in in doing just that, having a system in place. Did you dream about working at NHL? Sort of, kinda, sort of, kinda. I, like I was a big hockey guy, like when I was a kid. Um like like live breathe like hockey and montreal canadians i was like yo that's my thing and you know just just you know as as a kid i was like i was really invested in it but never thought that like i would like work in in that space and then even you know starting you know to study journalism and wanting to go down that path like there was the idea of like oh it'd be cool like one day to kind of like cover like you know, Stanley Cup finals or, or whatever, like, cool. But it wasn't, like, something I really set my mind on. Even when it happened, I was, like, it was it was kind of, like, out of nowhere. So it's not a dream that I had, but I was, like, when, once I was there, I was, like, damn, like, I, I, I in a way, like, manifested it because it was constantly, like, on my mind just as a, a maybe. And then, oh, it happened. And I didn't think it would happen this way. Or even in this role. I didn't know I wanted to do photography and videography when I was like 10. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. You know what I mean? So um, it was kind of like a weird moment. But it was like a full circle. So how did it happen? Yeah, how did it happen, man? Like, I I wish I had some like crazy, (laughs) some crazy story for you. But it was was at a time where I was like, I was just like looking for jobs. I was like, yeah, I need some guap right now. Um, And this is. It was it was still like lockdown, but like some restrictions were like coming down, and this was the start of the 
2021-22 season. And there like there weren't any like fans in the in the arena. Like it was yeah. around that time. And I was on Indeed on like page twelve or whatever. And I saw a live social contributor by National yeah. Hockey League. I was like, this gotta be fake. Like what the hell is the NHL doing on, on Indeed? Like I right. just didn't think for a, a brand that big that it would be that accessible to like um like apply yeah. for a job. Um so I was like, oh, this has got to be fake. But I like, I, I contacted them. And that same day or the day before, I just like finally done like my website, which like people were like harassing me like to do. Um, like like people like, I talk to and respect to, like, respect in this space. So like, Yo, you need a website, you need a website, you I know, need a website. Yeah. It's like, okay, fine. Like I'll, I'll, I'll get it done. And like, I just love the, the layout of it. And yep. I shot a lot of like um, basketball stuff, like mainly before. So like sports was like, pretty much like flooded on on the page so i was like oh my god like i just did the website this is like a, let's see if this works you know what i mean so i applied uh put my cv put like link to my my website and like the same day um the girl the girl called me and was like okay listen like we're, we're looking for someone in montreal to like you know cover like do some live coverage of these of these games like season is starting soon i love your work uh, I love your website. And when she said that, I was like, okay, good. Yeah, like yeah, I did, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did yeah. the right thing. Um, and she's like, yo, like, are you, are you really interested in, in doing this? I'm like, yo, hell yeah. Yo, just sign me up now. Like I'm, I'm down. She's like, okay. Like, you know, you know, you convinced me and she, and I could tell she was like rushing and stressed out about this. Cause like when she called me, she was like, like walking her, her dog and like breathing hella hard on the phone. But like, I could tell like, okay, like we need to figure this out now and you're available. So it's like, yo, you want to do this for real? I was like, yeah, so just sign me up. Like, I'm just taking the opportunity. So, um, yeah, started that season. Like, I just started my third season with the NHL. Um, and now you got promoted not too long ago. No, not not promoted. So because now you're a video editor. I've done I've done video editing for them prior. Like my main my main role with them again as a live social contributor. The, so the, what does that mean? Yeah. Stuff. Man, essentially, bro, it's just like, yo, we need photos, we need videos. There's a uh, there's a bunch of um, photographers like at at each game, but a lot of them um, are for different media. Some of them are for the Montreal Canadiens themselves. Um, so you know, oftentimes the league uh, just needs extra extra content or extra coverage. Or oftentimes the away teams don't have their own personnel there. Um, for content so the nhl relies on live social contributors in each nhl city to cover um, not only the the home teams that are playing but the away teams that are coming that need uh, extra coverage and also the league itself needs the content as well 100 um, for their own um, social platform so that's kind of where we we come in and help them out but it's been a great like just like platform for me to just kind of like in, in, improve being oh, a so. different in, environment. It's just like, I, you know, I never shot hockey before that. It's a sport that goes like really fast. Yeah. Um, With, with the NHL, like the, the turnaround in which you have to like give in content is very like quick. You know, you have your, your, your demands before each game. Sometimes it's like, they don't really need that many things. It's just like, yo, if they score a goal and there's nice celebrations, like you'll try and capture it yeah. as, as you can. Um, and it's sometimes it's, it's good not to stress about it because there's like a bunch of other photographers that may uh, get it. And there's obviously the live game anyways. Right. So there's, there's always, there's always content going around, but 
it's just it's just kind of nice to see how it works um just the whole operation um of it um just being in that in- environment also like it's just, it's just sick my first canadians game ever was working you know with the nhl we knew we could just never afford tickets to, to go before so just even being in that environment it's like okay this you know there's this, it's a lot of you know people around different characters you gotta you gotta deal with um knowing what to shoot what not to shoot one's an appropriate moment to do this or do that because like sometimes for example like we'll be in, in the in the tunnels and like i hate being the guy that's just like in somebody's face yeah. with, with a camera i'm like he's trying to get a locker room and like get ready for the game like he's not worried about you really so i'm like okay just just as far as like interactions goes like i'm like okay maybe there's some things like i need to like lay off of or and also like every game is it's it's it, it gets redundant because sometimes it's the same shot list uh-huh. you know get player arrivals you know they do their warm-ups like in the tunnels get shots of those you know at what time like at, at 6 23 or something before each 7 p.m game that's when they go on the ice and warm up then they leave and come back for you know player introduction so it's like everything is the same so it's like damn you got to get creative at some point and figure out different uh ways to maneuver so you're in the tunnel too yeah 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 at the at the beginning of the game not the locker rooms itself but like the tunnels in which like they enter the the arena sometimes they ask for for content about that and you can just kind of like roam around i mean obviously with the right passing (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) but um yeah yeah so it's it's just been fun to kind of like explore like the first season with no fans like I could walk around the whole arena like I wanted to, and that was like that was sick. I was like, it's like playground for me. Um, so learning how to document different things, and then fans are there. You're limited to kind of where you can go and where you're seated, different angles, stuff like that. So it's little, little like tactics that I've like picked up along the way that have helped me in other shoots. Sometimes subconsciously, it's just like, okay, this this shot is getting boring. Like, okay, let's try some something yeah. else. Let's try a different angle. Um, Stuff like that. So yeah, that's that's been a fun experience. Have I don't do it all the time because uh, obviously there's not games every day. But yeah, that's been it's been fun so far. Have you watched? Um, have you watched Habs with your parents? Pardon? Have you watched Habs with your parents? Oh, my dad. Yeah, like yo, when they used to make the the playoffs and they were actually good. Like we used to watch it like all the time. No, at the stadium. Oh no 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 no. So I mean, they they're not like allowed to like come gotcha. w- with with me unfortunately they don't offer me tickets either yeah uh, which i'm still trying to like work on nicole please like let's let's work something out but uh yeah no they haven't been able to come through not that they even want to i think so especially not my mom she doesn't give a shit about like Fair sports enough. like that so yeah. uh yo you remember when i hit you up for tickets i was like yo like yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. how did you feel Cause you didn't really know me at that time. I, I don't like, it's just like, yo, if I can help somebody out, like have a good time. Like sometimes I, I just feel bad. Cause I'm like, there's only so much that I can, I can do, but I was like, yo, if I can make something happen, then yeah, fine. Like I'm, yeah, I'm with yeah, it. Yeah. Like, like if someone did that for me, I'm like, yeah, I'd be like ecstatic. You know Yeah, I mean? exactly. So no, I was just like, yo, I don't I, like, this is what I know I can do. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, if, if you, what, I don't even know what I told you. You like, said maybe you, were... you can get a ticket. And then yeah. I can kind of like move you down and stuff like that. I was like, maybe I can try and work my magic as best as I can. It doesn't always work out. It rarely works out, but 
Yeah, I just, I just, I just try. <laughs> but uh, if Habs make the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, me and my girl. Yeah. And do you have a girl? No, no, I'm, I'm very working on it. Very single. <laughs> very single. <laughs> very single. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think because you have high expectations? Because I've had expectations of like a over woman, like off a woman. Yeah. No, nah, I think I'm just not ready for it. Just not ready for it. Like I, I, I have a lot of learning on my end that I have to do, like just for myself, and I need to love myself more. Honestly, as cheesy as that may sound, but it's like I don't know if I can really like offer somebody like the best uh, relationship if I can't even offer myself the best like. See, that's interesting because I used to think the same way, Mm -hmm. but now this is going to be more cliche (laughs) because my girl, she loved me more than I I loved myself at the start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Even like, bro, today, like when I slept in, um, I I just, I don't like myself a lot of times because (laughs) I, I just know my potential. Yeah, you I know? hear that. I hear that. Yeah, yeah So yeah. I'm like, if I'm not doing that, then I'm a piece of shit. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> and then my girl is like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Good job. This and that. So it definitely. That, that's um, but and, and that can that can work, too. Like for me, I, I just feel like I have to get myself to a good place for me to accept somebody else's like love. Love. Yeah. Um, But then again, it's like yo, if the right one really like comes around and like just like hits me like a ton of bricks yeah there's a lot of cliches in this one but yeah like if she comes through and i'm like damn like this girl is like mad fire like i'm like yo maybe i have to like reconsider like yeah my thinking and not like let this good opportunity go if if it comes around but i just don't feel like i'm ready and even just just within like my family and friends i'm like there's a lot of like relationships that i should probably like handle a lot like better um, and invest more time in. So, like, let alone a, a girl right now. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like she'd end up just hating me after, after a while. But, hey, if the right one comes along, I'm, I'm I'm open to it. Maybe maybe we do a double date oh, at the playoffs. So. Yeah. Maybe, oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, Habs game is a perfect date, honestly. Yeah? Bro, it's, it's fire. Like, just the ambiance is, is, is just sick. True. Me. You don't even have to, like, like hockey to just enjoy the vibe. Especially Hopefully they playoffs. Playoffs. Playoffs, bro. but I can only imagine, bro. Yeah, if if that's something you can you can you can do, bro. Like your girl will thank you <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, afterwards, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, bro, she's got thirty k on her Habs fan page. Oh, she has bro, a uh, Habs fan page. Yeah. Okay, sick, sick, sick. Bro, sick. She, she. Okay, she's like fucking, an avid fan, bro. Like, enga- okay. The engagement yeah, yeah, of yeah. these Habs fan bro, is Hab- crazy. Real, like, how long have you been in, in Montreal again? year and like three months oh yeah three months so if you haven't noticed by now like hockey and the canadians is is not it's not a, a sport it's a fucking religion like for like for the, the 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 real canadians fans bro yeah it's like it's it's in i've never seen anything like it. it's intense they live breathe the canadians if the Canadians are bad, their life is shit. It's like, like people, like fans, bro, the Habs fans, like, I just never seen anything. Yeah. Anything like it. And I'm a big fan, but I'm like, yo, I, even I'm just like, hey, it's, it's not all that deep. You know what I mean? But nah. uh, yeah, yeah. So I said, I have to say, I can only imagine the engagement that she, she gets on it. Yeah, man. It's, it's nuts. Like yesterday she reposted a, or she posted a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. 
she had a hundred shares in less than like four yeah, minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I was at the game yesterday and there was a cold coffee of like overtime. Yeah, yeah, overtime yeah, yeah. Goal. That shit was sick though. It, oh, the, yeah, the, no, the, the arena was was dope. And also because they, they suck. So like when there's a good moment, it's like people are really hyped. Um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is it that we suck so much? Bro, Bro our like three of our, because like my girl talks about Habs every single second yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> our our three three of our players who yeah. are like the best players mm-hmm. got injured right yeah i mean past seasons i mean injuries have definitely like played a role um but I, to me i mean the main thing is just like youth and again like i'm no i'm no hockey expert i'm a fan and i i work for the nhl but i'm no hockey expert well, we'll i could talk i could talk out. i could talk more basketball than i could talk like hockey but youth is like definitely like a a big thing also it's just like a really like young team and like you know some players definitely just haven't found their way yet so it's like it's is is very much like in a rebuilding phase right now so uh, i have a question yeah and this is something like why is it that nhl mm-hmm. is it doesn't get the hype like nba does or nfl does <laughs> nfl I makes mean, sense now now they got their partnership with youtube yeah, yeah so yeah. that probably helps yeah like, a lot of content creators yeah, are coming yeah. and you know it's like it's trendy it's more yeah, mainstream yeah. but nhl like the biggest i think austin matthews has like what 400k followers on insta if not more like if not more he's a he's a big draw for sure he's the biggest draw uh i would like, say in terms Connor of media Mc- Connor McDavid is an, is another one. McDavid is yeah, like he's like he's like the, he's the next one. Like that's what people are like, like uh, claiming him as. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And ironically, he plays for the Edmonton Oilers. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, so he's he's like the the guy they're they're pushing also. So um, I, I think the, the, to me it's simple. Like with, with hockey, is it's not a sport that can really be practiced by a lot of people. First of all, you need to be in a in a country that's cold and has snow and ice mm-hmm. for you to play hockey. It's not the most accessible sport. As a kid, I really wanted to like, you know, play hockey. But my dad is like, yo, all this equipment is way too yeah. expensive. Stick to soccer. Like you just yeah. need like some cleats and a ball. Actually forget cleats. Like if you have a, a soccer ball, like you can, you can right. take it anywhere and play street, you know, grass park, whatever, you know, you'll find a way to play basketball. It's the same thing. It's a lot more accessible. Like there's a lot of courts you can find around. Like mm-hmm. just go get you some cheap ball at like Dollarama and like yo, like bombs away. You know what I mean? But with hockey, it's um it's not accessible to everybody. It's a lot more expensive. And it's only a like certain like demographic that like plays it. Like, I Good mean like put it. there's yeah. a there's not a lot of black people playing playing hockey. That's why PK Subban was my guy. I was like, oh my God, does black people play hockey? I was like, yo, this is <laughs> this is sick. You know what I mean? So that's that's also a thing. It's just like the demographic of it. But I think I think it's it's changing. It's getting more diverse. But I think again, going back to curation, I think if the NHL were to curate it in a way where, you know, there's there's something for people to enjoy, um, and not make it just so like, you know, segmented to like only a few people that just know about the sport. Um, I think a lot of a lot more people would be like interested in it because it's a great it's a great sport. It's it's a great sport to watch. Um, why is it that like I guess you probably don't have the answer, but you're the closest person I can get to <laughs> NHL. Right, um, right. so 
Uh, I mean, also, we can cut out some of this stuff, too. Yeah, as, yeah. as, as you wish. Uh, I'll send you a draft, and then you just let me know what you want okay, and okay. what you don't. I'll probably tell you just to go, go with whatever you want, anyways. So but, like, like <laughs> um, yeah. what was I going to say? I'm, I just fucking blanked. About yeah, so yeah. Wh- why cannot NHL get, like, uh, celebrities, like, for example, the Jenners and... Beckham, oh, okay. these people yeah, to yeah. give it like more mainstream to like sponsor and, yeah, and give yeah, eyes yeah. to it. Again, I, th- I think it's the same thing. They're just they're just not really aware of the of the sport. I would say, like I think I, I think it's just about like education, really. I feel and, like and, if and NHL again, hired me mm-hmm. as like the person who represents NHL, yeah, <laughs> bro, <it's> crazy. <laughs> like a YouTube partnership you is well, great question. First of all, I would. Um, like it needs to be a little more accessible as well. 100%. So possibly like, I don't know when their contract is um, ending, mm-hmm. but I would like approach YouTube, for example. Yeah, 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 that's big. Get a lot of content creators to the games, mm-hmm. um, TikTok content creators, you know, because like we got to look at who the next genre is mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. watch hockey and how they're going to make money. Yeah, I was reading a, a article on like, hockey demographics but they're saying that like the future of it it's like a i mean it's a lot of uh um a lot of kids that are that are tuning into to hockey now like close to like half of like their viewership is like young young oh, kids wow. now yeah. and also women are like interested a lot more in the sport um i don't really like know all the details as to like why but it's like to me like knowing that it's like okay that's a demo you need to like uh, cater to a lot more now and like mm-hmm. even with us like sometimes a, a big talking point is um you know making content for for tiktok or for for reels because like the, the kids you know, obviously that's where they like consume a lot of their like their it could content. be as simple as corner Be uh, like connor bedard uh mcdavid no connor bedard bedard oh bedard oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay yeah, yeah yeah yeah. how do i pronounce his name connor bedard i think he's it but Bedard. Bedard? Yeah, I think Bedard. Um, pardon me. Him, like him <laughs> just coming to Complex for his like top 10 essentials I use. A imagine percent. a lot of, imagine the amount of eyes yeah, that yeah. are going to go. Or like if you hopped on like Hot Ones or something. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Those, no, no, those are big, a big thing. But it's, it's, it's the NHL to understand. It's like, that's a direction we have to go in. And I don't think everybody really gets it yet. Yeah. Because, the again, the traditional audience of the NHL and hockey does not care for it. But they got to think about the future. Exactly. I think that's what a league like the NBA and NFL understands. It's like, okay, we know we have a, a core audience here. And we still have everything set in place to cater to them. But we need to do more for the next generation that's that's coming up. You know what I mean? And embrace embrace those things so yeah like get on the zone for example yeah yeah i, th- I think the, the streaming thing is going to be interesting and even with the nba because like next year they're renewing their tv contracts exactly and i'm curious to see what like um streaming platforms and stuff are gonna like play a role in, uh-huh. in how everything's distributed like obviously they have their their league pass and and you know there's the espn pluses and stuff for people to like tune into but you know but I, that's not really us i feel like no no it's, it's, it's not so you know i look at the, i thought it was really interesting when the mls made like the apple apple tv yeah, yeah, i was yeah. like oh they get yeah it. i guess i mean let, let's talk about 
um, different minds. Yeah, for sure. Diff minds, mm-hmm. right? So whichever you want, man. <laughs> diff minds, diff mind, different minds. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> what is your why? What's my why? Like, creatives deserve a shot, deserve an opportunity, deserve a look, and like we mentioned earlier, like good art, good work, deserve like is 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 good regardless of what it is or how you think about it. So I think um people like I'm 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 trying to like just say the right words. No, here, you, but you're chilling. My why is just like I, at first it was really like a, a a personal thing. I was just like, yo, I'm looking around and I'm like, I don't feel like there's enough for me to thrive in this city. Although we have all the right, you know, resources, um, the right environment, the right people. Um, for me to, um, you know, succeed in my creative endeavors. And I recognize that there's a lot of other people that feel the same way as me. And I'd, I would hate, I would hate for people to always feel like I have to get out of Montreal to make it. Um, so that's my big why with that. It's just like what Montreal isn't where it's supposed to be yet and where it deserves to be. So that's like my main uh, driving force behind Everything, everything that I do is this helping the cities, helping the artists, is helping the creatives. Is are are the right stories getting out there? Are people expressing themselves how they want to? Am I curating the city the right way? Am I presenting the right stuff to the right people? Um, so, yeah, that's it's a long like winded thing, but my why is just like Montreal deserves it. You know that's what I mean? Just on. like anybody else, like I could have been from. Um, uh, Copenhagen and I would have felt the same thing. It's just I, I'm I'm here. I lived here my my whole life. I resonate with Montreal and its culture. I love the fact that, you know, I I can talk English and French and throw in some Arabic and you know Creole and we all like understand what we're what we're saying. Like I I, I like I I went to a a, a high school or well, my second high school where there was like 150 plus different nationalities in one school. I remember that being in like the local like paper. And I was like, yo, this is ill as hell. But it's like, I don't think people are like really putting light on the stuff that like we have. It's great food. It's great places to go. Um, Whether you just want to go out, you know, at a bar or a club to have some fun, or you just want to catch a good concert and a, a good vibe. Like you can just walk around and you'll find something to do. You'll meet somebody. Um, um with with whom you like you know uh, resonate with you know what i mean so i I just think like there's a lot of great things to to offer that other cities can't in my opinion so that's my that's my whole mission just bring montreal to the world because the world is montreal to me if you had to like wrap up the world in one city to me it's montreal so we like like we we have it yeah we have it and i hate i hate when people try and like negate that fact or 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 choose to think about it in a pessimistic way because of how it's set up now and understand that it's it's not um we're not there yet and there's a lot of things to change um but it 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 can happen most definitely and again no no one's gonna argue that we don't have talent here even the people that 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 want to leave Montreal or have to leave Montreal to find the right opportunities. Even they'll tell you, yeah, Montreal has everything we need, but you know, 
Um, it's it's no New York, but like this no can York. be it New can York. Be. It can be bigger than New York. I love it. Can it. Be big. It can be bigger than New York. Even I I I look at Toronto a lot because and again I was born there, but I I spent a lot of time there as well, uh, and I seen the city change and I seen the shift. Um, like I was supporting the Raptors when that wasn't like a, a thing, you know what I mean? And now like they've become more of, of a brand. Like I'm seeing artists like definitely make sure they have Toronto in their in their um in their tours when they're when they're moving around. Yeah. It's like, I have to go to Toronto now. Like this is the city. You met like I like if you go to the States and you talk about Canada, I bet you a lot of people will refer to Toronto. Exactly. Oftentimes, you know what I mean? And that wasn't the case before. It's like, oh, y'all live in igloos and shit? Like, that's what Canada yeah. like, like was, you know what I mean? So, I say that to say, I've seen Toronto, you know, up close. And obviously, like, I I, I was never there there. Um, but I've seen it change. I've seen it shift. There's the energy. I I used to walk downtown with my, my siblings and my parents, and it was just like a calm vibe. Now, it's like, it's flooded, like... It's a lot of it's a lot of people. It's getting more expensive because they know people are, are coming through. So it's like, okay, I've seen this shift happen. And I'm looking at Montreal. And I'm like, we have everything that Toronto has, New York has, Paris has, London has, and then some. You know what I mean? It's like again, like, yo, I, I hear artists here like have a verse in French and a verse in in, in English. I'm like, yo, that's fly as hell. Like, that's dope. You have like Afrobeats and reggaeton, which is like taking over the world and people don't understand a word they're saying. So how come like we can't like be the next wave that that that, that pops off? You know what I mean? It, with the blend of, of culture that, that we have, it's like it's just, it's just fly, it's just fly to me. And even when I'm saying this, like it, it still irks me that people here don't embrace it as much. And the fact that we still aren't like where we're supposed to be because we have everything that we need. I keep like going in circles with that, but yeah, I just, I really believe in, in Montreal and what we got. And, you know, I don't have the, the talent to sing. I don't have the talent to, you know, break ankles and, and shoot hoops. Like I, I, I think so in my head, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yo, what can I do? I can tell stories. And I'm going to do that to the, my, my best of my abilities with my guys, with collaborators as yourself, you know what I mean? And just like get the word out there and, you know, tell the right stories, you know, package it the, the right way. And it's, it's going to happen at some point. It's just a matter of time. Well, that's beautiful. And yeah. uh, I, I just kind of want to say, like, you know, first of all, there's a lot of people from Montreal mm -hmm. listening and watching to this. Yeah, yeah. So this probably inspires them I, I, as I well as, so. you know, I'm someone from Montreal now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you need, like, you know, I got you like that. That's right, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and this is how you build a community. Mm -hmm. yes, this is how yes, you yes, bring yes. people together with all the talent. Right. And you make something. That's the thing. There's, yeah, it's just uh, there's a perspective shift that has to happen within the majority of people in, in, in this like community that we have. And like there's there's strength in numbers to me. So if we all decide it's like okay it doesn't just have to be on my shoulders to like make it or you know what i mean i don't have to do this alone just for my own like personal success like i can i can lean on other creatives here that want the same thing and and want to win 
um, for me to succeed. And it doesn't have like no one's gonna take away from your own yeah. like success. You know what I mean? And like 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 people who think that way, it's just like you're not even confident in your own work. Like if you're if you're that nice at what you do, whoever you're collaborating with or working with, like shouldn't um, like overpower what you do if you're that good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so it's like, yeah, just like trust, trust in what you do. Um, do it your way. Do it in an authentic way, a, a, a truthful way. Like I say, with, with storytelling, just, just, just have your own sauce to it. Don't try and like be a character that you're not. Do that. And, you know, as, as long as you have that in mind, like whatever else comes around it, if, if you let it can help you elevate as much as you can and you'll get to where you want to anyways i choose to b- believe that I've, i i i think there's a lot of blueprint blueprints uh of that in different areas so why can't it happen happen here i love how passionate you are man i, no, I, really, I can i, really I can resonate that. that fucking energy <laughs> yeah um you know something you said mm-hmm. on different mind you said ask yourself what would happen Mm-hmm. ask yourself what would happen if you actually try that crazy idea you have yeah <laughs> and i just want to talk to you about that what is that crazy idea that you have man crazy idea right now like is it well, or it's just putting montreal on the map i don't, I don't think it's like a, a crazy idea but i just like i, I really want to like fill my own like shows eventually at some point like that's something i really like want to want to do like a to z like a diff minds like production a defiance curated um event like i want i i you know i listen to a lot of different music and consume a lot of different content from from the city and i think sometimes like a um just a show with a, a mic and, and a dj behind you just doesn't like cut it sometimes so it's like and and also like i i, I consume different things for different occasions also so back to like curating like I really like want to set the scene for specific people that I really want to support and encourage. Uh, I want to set the scene for them to really like, you know, vibe out. Like for all I know, we come to like your apartment and just like you yeah. know, set up some stuff, set up some nice lights, and just like vibe out because like this one girl maybe just makes great like acoustic music mm-hmm. or whatever, or just has a great voice, and uh, we just like need to vibe out like lounge type thing. You know what I mean? Like so. I said, man. That, that's that's a big thing I have my my eyes set on um, amongst a lot of different things, but you know eventually like I would love to do that. I would love to like turn the bell center and like as like a club for like a night or something. Fuck yeah, you know I mean? strength in numbers. Are, yeah, a thousand percent. I want like the the whole Olympic Stadium to be like a hub that people come through to like vibe out and like have a great experience about Montreal. You know, with music, sports, art, all of that stuff. I want I want somebody. Like, forget going to L.A. to think you can, like, make it. Like, come to Montreal and, like, vibe out. You know what I mean? We got everything you need here. So, like, yeah. those, those are the things I have my, my eyes, like, set on for the, for the, long, for the long run. Exactly. Come yeah, to yeah. Montreal. Yeah. How would you say that in French? C- come to Montreal? Yeah. Venez à Montréal. Venez à Montréal. Vous êtes la bienvenue. Vous êtes la bienvenue. Just a quick short answer segment. Okay. What is a brand that you have an eye on currently it could be a brand or it could be a project a montreal brand it could be any brand or project okay i'll, I'll give you one that I, i'll give you a montreal one 
and I'll give you one I really rock with. Okay. One I really rock with is OVO, like October's very own. October's very I own. I think they they through them I learned what curation was and that, you know, you can have a a a brand that can live in a lot of different areas and a lot of different spaces and for it to still kind of come um full full circle. Um as far as Montreal goes, I really um like I mean off off the hook is is, is a store I really Rockwood and we did some work with them over over the summer and you know we're looking to do some some more hopefully like very yep. soon but um it's it, like when I walked in I was like it was one of the rare like shopping experiences where I was like I don't feel like I'm shopping I'm just like vibing out and I I did notice also that people from other cities like m- make it a point to come here so they can like shop at like off the hook and like and and they do a good job of like also um having a lot of montreal brands in their own store so you know they support your their their own but you can also just kind of go get the latest drops and stuff like that so eventually i'll 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 go on a little spree off the hook but yeah i I, I rock with them what place it could be a cafe store restaurant gives you freedom to work Ooh, ooh, it's crazy i'm home a lot but i like parma cafe Parma Cafe. Parma Cafe. Parma Cafe. They have a few locations. And there was one like kind of right next to my my work that I had over like the summer. So I spent a lot of time there and they have this fire uh like crispy chicken sandwich, bro. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's 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 a nice spot. It's good food. It's a nice like yeah, just like calm little cafe. Sometimes I just go there to like just write, you know, just bring my notebook, write, uh, just vibe out. If not, I'm just like at a park somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, any book you would want to recommend? Do you read? I'm 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 getting back into it a lot. Um, a book that I would recommend would be one one that's that I haven't finished the book, but the Creative Act by um, Rick, Rubin? Rick Rubin. Yeah, has been a good a good like book book for me to like it's, it's almost it's kind of like a guide almost it's not one you have to like read from like page one to to the end you know what i mean like you can kind of like find what you need at that moment and there's going to be like a lot of good gems in there and also kobe bryant uh mamba mentality oh wow i okay. go back to that book a lot and again i'm a big fan of him but i think for anybody who just wants to be great at anything like he like to me he's not even human in the way he thinks about like you know succeeding and like achieving greatness so if you just want to if, if you just want to win in life like just read that book i would say so those would be the two i'm gonna get creative act just so i can read like before bed yeah that's, yeah it's good it's good yeah it's good i'm trying to read the alchemist too right now alchemist yeah i keep like restarting the book but i hear like Bro, all the... that's that's me with thinking girl Rich. Oh, thinking girl i Rich. keep okay. restarting <laughs> the book. i think i'm like halfway yeah, yeah i was yeah. halfway last year uh-huh. but i forgot where i was okay <laughs> so i restarted the whole damn thing again oh and uh four hour work week by, by tim, tim ferris yeah yeah i got that one recently and i was like it's just a different perspective of how to have a good work-life balance which i'm huge on something so. i really want to do is just have have a bookshelf 
mm-hmm. in future. And every time a guest comes, I give them a book. I yeah, that that would be fine. That would be yeah. fine. Kind of how like Nardwar gives like gives them stuff. You know who Nardwar is? Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, maybe you could do that with uh, with books. And imagine Rick Rubin sitting on a beanbag. That would be yeah, yeah. <laughs> eventually. Eventually. Oh, eventually. one more, one more for you. Uh, Virgil Abloh, uh, uh, icons. It's like a collab book he did with Nike, but like you can follow like his progress about making like his uh nike collabs like the the 10 um i'm not a big i'm not a huge fashion guy but i'm a big virgil abloh guy and he's a very like great creative mind um so that book right there is like just something i'll you know skim through go back to and just kind of see how he went about certain things so yeah any music you got on the rotation at the time Ooh. Well, I was just bumping for all the dogs, but yeah, <laughs> like on, yeah, on, yeah. on the way I, here. Man, I love for all the dogs for real. Uh, yeah, I was I was on the fence about it at first, but I really like. And I'm a big Drake fan, but dude, I was like, it's, it's cool. And but there's a song on there, um, uh, Jewel Picasso, which is produced by uh, by Young Troy, who's from Montreal. But to me, that's the best song on the album by far. Oh it's, word! When, when I'm driving at nighttime, like that shit just hits, bro. So I've 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 had that. Um, damn. Brent Fires just dropped an album today that I was I was listening to, um, but I, I I just I vary a lot. Uh, Joe K, who's a, a DJ, uh, Selection, he has great like mixes and stuff. Okay. Um, so yeah, if yeah, and like I don't know, like yesterday I was listening to like uh like Smokey Robin, uh, yeah, Smokey Robinson, um, and just some like old black uh blues and jazz and stuff. So I just word, I, word. I like to vary. <laughs> Fair. Uh, man, I've been I've been listening to a lot of jazz lately. Such yeah. a vibe. When, like when I wake up, like that's kind of like the playlist that I mm-hmm. <laughs> that I have going. So yeah. One of my favorite conversations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, this is dope, day. man. This is dope, man. You know, if other creatives wanna if other creatives wanna get in touch with you, what are some of the easiest ways? Just DM me, bro. Uh at Kareem Fall underscore or uh hit up uh, at Diff Minds, bro. Hell just, yeah. Just DM me. Uh, you got that yeah. ad, hey, Diff Minds. Yeah, ad Diff Minds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was lu- I was lucky I didn't have to add like a, a, a dot or underscore there. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that was sick. But yeah, yeah, just DM me. I'm always down there. Just chop it up with any any creative about anything. So yeah. And yeah, let's so, uh, yeah. let's end it. The other camera yeah, died. So. <laughs> it's all good. We're making it work how we can, yes, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, this sir. Fire, Thanks bro. for coming, bro. For hey, y'all, y'all subscribe. Y'all follow all that, man. Bro, follow Kareem. Go... Uh, like literally just look at his website and that's it, <laughs> that's it. And i got then, i got a lot more stuff uh coming a lot of different stuff also um so yeah just be just be just be locked in you know just be sir? locked in yes sir <laughs> all right sick man. we'll end it here awesome man this is dope
Hello, hello. If you're listening to this, I'm beyond grateful for you. I hope you were able to work or get inspired to work on your creative project while listening to this. I think that's a bit of a mouthful. If you truly think this conversation is worth sharing, it would be awesome if you can share it with another creative. Next conversation is with Paris. Paris is a fashion designer for Cease to Exist. He managed to do something that has never been done before. Paris did a fashion show with 400 plus attendees in a world famous Montreal museum, the Biodome. We talk about that and a whole lot more. I'm so excited for everyone to listen and watch Paris explore his creative headspace.